0: by the very blood of Jesus we have access to be right here with you right here in your presence where there is fullness of joy where there is peace hallelujah where there are pleasures forevermore right here before you Lord what an honor a privilege it is to be here with you glory to God I thank you that you are not far away I thank you you're not in another time but you're right here Right now, here we are with You, waiting on You and worshiping You. All the glory, all the honor, all the thanks, ha, ha, ha. be unto You, wonderful God, wonderful Father, precious Savior, Lord Jesus. We worship You. We adore You hallelujah we worship and adore you we glorify your name we honor and bless you in this house praise God praise God amen amen thank you Lord hallelujah Lord we praise praise God well God is good Amen, amen. Go ahead and take your seats. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you. We worship you and adore you in this place today we honor and bless your holy name thank you for your goodness thank you for your presence for your mighty Holy Spirit our teacher and our guide our helper in all things we give you all the glory father will not be in a hurry there's nothing pressing that would be more important than than you and spending time with you in your presence. We will not exalt anything else above you. We will not exalt anything else above you. Time with you is more important than anything else. We give you that place in our hearts. No one else can have it. Nothing else can have it. Only you can occupy that place of priority, of position, of reverence, of lordship. So we we yield ourselves to you. We give place to you. Lord Jesus, our, our good shepherd, we give place to you as our guide. Hallelujah. We give place to you. What you want to do what you want to say lord have your way in us today have your way in us oh oh we praise you we magnify you we call upon you and you answer us hallelujah we thank you for working in us today we thank you for working in us today working in us today. Thank you for working in us today. We give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor, all the thanks. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, uh, I know we've taken some some extra time tonight and spent more time worshiping the Lord and waiting on Him than, than maybe might be average and the reason for that was really wasn't pre-planned uh, other than kind of right before the service I mean right before uh, but even then didn't know but uh, the Spirit of the Lord keeps moving on me and in this regard, that uh, we need to wait. We need to wait. Too many times we're in a, too big a hurry, and if we're in too big of a hurry for God, we'll miss something that He wants to do in our lives. And sometimes we need a little practice waiting, don't we? <laughs> huh? we need, sometimes we'll need to be forced into it because your flesh sometimes will crawl, and go, eh, "When are we going to do something else?" Eh. You know, it's that entertain me spirit. that do something that I can watch instead of no, you know, real physical stimuli, just wait on him. And one of the things I can, I can see is uh, some people are getting out in front of the Lord. You're out in front of him. So I want to be out way out there, don't I? (laughs) No, you want to be real close to the Lord, but right behind him, you know, follow hard after him, close after him, but stay right behind him. How many know if he's the leader and you get to making decisions and you get to doing things in your life and you get out in front of him, you can no longer see him? And and, and that's the case with some. The the, the Lord wants to lead you. The Lord wants to guide you and, and, and direct you in the way you should go, but you're making some decisions without him. Everybody okay? And I don't mean that some aren't, aren't, aren't seeking the Lord at all, but some don't seek Him long enough. So how long does it take? Well, it doesn't necessarily take long. But how many know if, you, if we just say, well, Lord, what do you want me to do? And then go on and do what we wanted to do anyway. That's not seeking the Lord, just so you can say, tell us to everyone else, well, I prayed about it. When you, you know, when your friends or, or your pastors or someone, someone says to you, hey, well, did you pray about that? You said well, yeah, I did. No, you didn't. That's not prayer. You went through the technicality of asking the Lord, and, and you didn't really wait and, and take time. Amen. And so it's very possible and, and quite frankly is the case. So that's why the, the Lord is, has, is doing this service today. Say, well, this is, is it the Lord doing? It's the Lord doing this. He's the reason we, we, we wait, right? And, and sometimes we need to slow down, slow down, whoa, slow, slow, slow down. Don't get ahead of him. Don't be too quick. Don't be too quick to move, to make decisions and, and, and act and, and uh, amen. Wait on him. Wait on the Lord. Take some time. Say, well, I haven't heard anything. Then wait. Huh? I mean have you ever been in a place where you didn't know didn't know didn't know didn't know didn't know and then you did know? Well what if you made decisions back here when you didn't know didn't know didn't know didn't know didn't I mean you had plenty of opportunities plenty of time passed plenty of days were in your life where you didn't know 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 How many times did you not ever you got to you never got to the place where you did know? Well, the reason you didn't get to a place where you did know, because on one of those didn't knows, you decided to just do it, whatever you wanted to do, or whatever you guessed, or flipped a coin, or whatever. Huh? Everybody with me? Didn't know, didn't know, didn't know, didn't know, didn't know, didn't know, no, no decisions yet. Didn't know, didn't know, didn't know, didn't know, didn't know, didn't know. No. Let's wait till we get there. Wait till we see. Wait till it's clear. Wait till we know. Wait till we know. How long will that take? Just as long as it takes. It depends on the kind kind of decision, you know. I mean, there are some things I waited on the Lord for many months. Why? I say, why'd you wait so long? Didn't know. Didn't know, didn't know. <laughs> I, I could have guessed. I could have I mean, maybe I would have guessed right. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Amen. But we're conditioned in our society, you know, not to wait. We're conditioned in our culture. At quick, Google it. If you don't know, Google it. you're find your answer. Ask as many people as you can quick as you can, fast as you can. I know some uh, some pastors have uh, joked around, and maybe some have been serious and and, and have done this. but uh, I know some pastors, I'm not talking about us here because we're all really good. <laughs> Some pastors have gotten over the you know in different places ha- have gotten frustrated with counseling, and you know you know what I mean counseling one on one one on two that kind of thing uh, and one of the reasons for that is because people often uh, they just want you to fix it, and if you give them something to do they 're not going to do it, especially if it 's hard, <laughs> you know meaning it takes discipline or or maybe you should you know, pray, maybe you should, maybe you should do some things, and they don't want that. They just want you to fix it and then go away, and so you spend an hour with them multiple times, and they don't do anything you say, and that can frustrate a counselor. Yeah? Anyway, what some have said is, uh, uh, whether they actually do this or not, they said, uh, you know, fine, come in, counsel, uh, but before we talk about anything, we're going to get down here on our knees and wait on the Lord for an hour and we're going to seek Him for the answer. Now, you don't have to raise your hand. How many would show up to that counseling appointment? (laughs) I said, you didn't have to raise your hand. (laughs) Because some of you know the right answer. Oh, yeah, I do that. Wait on the Lord all day long. Well, usually the case is if someone is truly truly seeking God in their life, Usually, I mean, don't take any condemnation if you, you counsel is biblical. But usually, they get their answer before the appointment. Everybody okay? Ooh, say, oh, that's a low blow, Pastor. You're you're saying we don't. You're, you're saying I don't seek the Lord. I'm not saying anything. I'm asking. But I know this: that a whole lot of times, uh, you know, we're just so much better off if we take time. Seek Him, but truly seek Him, truly wait, truly listen, truly worship, and uh, you know. And and ten minutes isn't always the answer. Amen. Hallelujah. There. uh, Let me read a couple scriptures to you, maybe. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm getting to a place where English is going away from me again. Not completely, I mean, I'm still here. (laughs) Hallelujah. Go to Matthew chapter 6. If you have a Bible, if you don't, listen up. Hmm. Thank you, Lord, for helping us. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we're still seeking you today. Even as we talk, I thank you, our hearts are set on you. Direction, answers, thank you, Lord, strength, renewal, we're still seeking you. You're our source. Praise God. In in, in Matthew chapter 6, uh, without reading that, that whole thing uh, that whole thing beginning there in verse like 25, where Jesus told uh, told him not to worry about things. Don't worry about what you're going to eat and what you're going to wear and and, uh, and 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 those type of things. He said that's the way the world thinks. They worry about stuff. He said, but you, you, that would be us too. He said in verse 33. But you seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things will be added to you. They worry about them. You seek the kingdom. They worry about them. That's not us. Mm. The world worries because they don't know how much their father loves them. Right? But once you come into a relationship with him, you no longer worry about things. No longer worry about your needs and, and all that stuff. You see, we just seek the kingdom. Why would we do that? Because if we'll seek the kingdom adds all this stuff to us yeah so worry about it or seek the kingdom which one seek the kingdom verse 34 all these 33 all these things will be added to you first 34 therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things sufficient for the day is its own trouble what are we not to worry about tomorrow tomorrow don't worry about tomorrow Live in today. Stay here today. Sometimes one of our errors, one of the mistakes we make, is we're too giving too much attention, too much focus to tomorrow. Too much we're looking at tomorrow. Too much we're concerned about tomorrow. What's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen then? And in the process of being so caught up with and so mindful of tomorrow, we lose sight of what we're supposed to be doing right now. And the way the kingdom of God works and the way the plan of God works is, is, is this. We must do the right thing today in order for tomorrow to happen. If I don't handle properly what I am supposed to handle today in the right way, giving it proper attention, I never get to tomorrow. Tomorrow is always going to be tomorrow. Tomorrow won't be the tomorrow I was supposed to be in. Tomorrow will still be off in the future because I'm living almost like Groundhog Day. Again and again and again and again. I don't mean it's exactly like that where, hey, it's the same date on the calendar. But each day on the calendar, we're in the same place. We're not making progress. We're never moving into our tomorrow on God's calendar. Our personal tomorrow in His ordained plan for our life because we have to do today again. Is it possible that that some of us have been doing today for years. Meaning today in the timeline of God's master plan for our lives. I don't mean we're not getting older. <laughs> I don't mean that life isn't happening all around us. But in His plan, His schedule for our lives, we're still doing the same day. Yikes. Why? Because we're always looking at tomorrow. We're always, we're, we're trying to do what, what we want, what we, what we see. It might even be fine things. We're, we're, we're out there. And because our eyes are out there, we are mishandling, misappropriating what's, what's in our lives today. Sometimes people are doing nothing today because they're so excited about what's coming. Oh, but this is what, this is what's going to happen in my life. This is what my calling is. This is what the Lord has for me. And so they're always talking about what they're going to do, what they're going to do. They're always looking out into the future, always planning what's going to and, and in the meantime, they're not doing anything. Well, I'm just waiting for that to come. It's never coming. It will never come until we get busy today doing and handling His business now. Hallelujah. Look over at... Uh, At uh, First Corinthians fourteen. First Corinthians chapter fourteen, very last verse. Notice what it says here. Let all things be done decently. And in, what's that word? Order. Let everything be done in order. Now we know in one sense, by reading the context of this, this verse, it's talking about things not being chaotic, not being confusing. Do them in order. But do you know that God does have an order of events? That it's not just, here are the things I want you to do, Here are the, here is the plan for your life, Let's put it in a bag, shake it up, put our hand in there and pull one out, and that's what you do next. It's not random. There is a sequence to God's plan and purpose for our lives. There's a sequence in His kingdom. There's a plan for this church. He's got an order of things, and if we don't pay attention to the order, we'll start trying to do things out of order. And we're not ready to do things that He wants us to do. Again, it goes back to, I need to take time to know what I'm, to know what I'm supposed to do right now. Because if I'm seeing that thing, I'm not handling this today properly. You ever heard that, uh, that, that saying, practice makes perfect? Uh, when I was in Little League a few years ago, <laughs> I had a baseball coach uh, in Little League that I still remember his, his sayings. I know his name. Amy knows all her school teachers' names. I don't even know my school teachers' names. I know my coach's name, though. His name was Rick, all right? Rick Gonzalez in, in Chino, all right? And uh, and he played a little professional baseball in the minor leagues, but he had a he had a, a winning attitude that got on me. He would he, he would he would say things anyway. Well, without going on into all that, uh, uh, I liked him. And uh, uh, one of the things he would say, and you've probably heard this statement. He probably didn't come up with it, but instead of practice makes perfect, he'd say perfect practice makes perfect. Amen. And so he would tell us that when we practiced, you got to get it right in practice. And so, uh, you know, that kind of goes to, what does the Lord have us doing right now? Do that well. Well, I'm going to do this. When I get to here, when this happens, when this ship comes in, when this boat, you know, docks, when, you know, then it's going to be great. It's going to be glorious. I I can't wait for that to happen. It's not going to happen. We've got to do a good job right here, right now in our lives with what's on our plate. And if we don't, we stay there. And we live that day again. And some don't even realize they've been living that day again. Again and again and again and again and again and again. But they are. Because they're always, looking, they're always out there ahead of God. And they're waiting for something better, something different. What are you supposed to do right now? One of the one of the challenges I've had over, over years of ministry is, is with some individuals, not all, but some, uh, to try to get them to think longer than five minutes. And I say that in an exaggerating way. But do something for more than a minute. I don't know why I'm that way, but uh, it's, it usually is not, has not been difficult for me. If I'm going to commit to something, I'm there. If someone's going to be my friend, I'm probably your friend for a very long time. So hope it's okay <laughs> <laughs> it just is i have I have very long term friends, and I'm always there i'm if it's up to me, I'll be their friend for the rest of my life. you know even sometimes when you you move away and you're not close to someone but they're they still they're still friend you know and uh and sometimes I get surprised when when Christians think ten years is a long time. You know, it's like, a, well, I got to get to do, I got to get to doing something else. Why? I mean, with the Lord, a day is as a thousand years, as a thousand years is a day. You just started. <laughs> you know, I mean, I I, I got reminded of that uh, again and again when I was in youth ministry. Um, uh, when I started, I was I was in youth ministry, and I did that for a few years, and and so people were. Some people were looking at me thinking, well, what are you going to do now? What do you mean? What am I going to do now? I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm handling today. This is what the Lord has given me today. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this with all my might. You know, and then three and four and five and six and seven years. And people, well, you're still doing that? Well, you're the longest youth pastor I've ever seen. People would tell me, they'd quote stats to me, like nine months, and some said two years. You know, the average youth pastor would stay doing youth because I guess it's hard or something? I don't know. You know, I even had a friend, uh, you know, used to be a friend. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but one, a friend in another state, and he wasn't in, in ministry, but I remember him calling me one, one day, and he was concerned that I was in this small town you know, in Twin Falls. I was in this small town and almost like wasting my life, you know, thinking I could really go big. You know, I could, my ministry could be bigger and I could do great things and he was concerned that I was still doing the same thing year after year after year after, after year and I was kind of annoyed with him. Because, you know, what are you trying to do? Talk, you know, you think I take this lightly? I'm doing what God has called me to do. I'm not jumping out because you think I ought to have a bigger ministry at this point. If he tells me to go, I'm going. But if not, I don't want to get ahead of God. I'm too impatient. I'm going to trust His plan. And I've just I've discovered, and I I believe we'll see this again and again. But there are times when all of a sudden stuff will speed up. I can remember being being single, and I was in my twenties, and and there was a number of Uh, You know, I had friends and stuff, a bunch of us were single, and some of us had gone to Bible school together and were wanting to be married and and that kind of stuff. It's important, especially in ministry, but in all of life, to marry the right person and so you don't want to just jump into it and get ahead of God. (laughs) Right? Take take the first person who will say yes. (laughs) 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 You know, I mean, how many know that's an area we could preach on for a little while here? Just getting out there. I got to make the get first thing that comes up, you know. No, you don't. Slow. Wait. Whoa, horsey. You know. <laughs> all right? Uh, but I remember telling people, listen, you know, re- you realize how fast this can change? You know, in all of our singleness? <laughs> you realize how fast this can, this can change? And when it's right and it's the right time, it could be all of a sudden, Boom. And there, all the, you didn't know. One minute you had no idea, zero clue. You had no one in sight, and you're stuck in a small town. <laughs> and the next minute, you could completely know. Yeah. And many things, and and it, it kind of worked that way. All of a sudden, there she is. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> 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 in fact, uh. In fact, uh, three of uh, of us friends, uh, Mickey and myself, and another friend of ours, uh, another Mississippian, uh, within like ten months' time, all three of us got married. You know, and you back out up a little bit, and none of us knew. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> Paul said it's better, but whatever. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like that, everything everything changed, and. I'm just here here's my point. There are so many things in life we, we can't see, we don't know what. We're, we're wanting to get there. Do the right thing with what you have. Be faithful, be diligent. put your hand to the plow and don't turn back. Wait on the Lord, spend time. Be a spiritual person. Watch how fast things can change. I, I, I've seen different ministries that, that were that were uh, small. I mean in the in as far as national recognition or, or reach or so, they're relatively small and not many people had heard of them for decades. Just kind of cruising along, being faithful, doing what God has called them to do and all of a sudden, boom, they take off. Well, what's the deal with that? Well, one reason is, is because they were doing the right thing and they got to that time when t- t- tomorrow on God's plan, it was time to take some additional steps. It was time to do some other things. Amen. Remember Galatians, uh, Galatians chapter 6, and it says, uh, how's, it, how's it go? If... Uh, <laughs> If uh, be not weary in well doing, for in due season you shall reap if you do not faint, or we could say give up. How many times do we never get to due season because we faint or we give up? Man, how long is this going to take? Do not be, grow weary. Why would the scripture tell us to not grow weary? Because sometimes we look at life and we look at how things are going and we think, man, you know, it's like, how long is this going to take? Don't give up. Never quit because due season is coming. Maybe you haven't hit due season yet, but it's coming. When is it? Who is it coming to? To those who don't quit. To those who don't faint. But due season doesn't come to those who quit. Why? Because I don't know, 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 whatever. I'm never going to know. No, it was the next one. It was the next one. It was the I do know. That was right there. But before you got there. Amen. Everybody okay? Consider some of the things that we don't do right now because, you know, we have something else in mind. We have something better in mind. Uh. How about prayer? Sometimes the Lord moves on us. I mean, I've mean, i done this, so I'm not throwing any stones. The Lord moves on you to spend extra time in prayer. And you think, you know, I'm going to do that. And then a month later, you're thinking, yeah, <laughs> I need to do that. A month later, what are we doing? We're pushing off tomorrow. We're not dealing, the Lord is endeavoring to move us to the next part of His plan. He wants to bring certain things to pass in our lives, and so He gives us these instructions and directions, and when we say, yeah, I should do that, I should get, I should get after that, I should, I should spend some more time and, and, and wait on the Lord, I'm going to do that. When? Well, how about now? What what do I mean? How about today? Because tomorrow never happens unless we do that today. So all we're doing in our way, I don't have time yet. Well, you don't have time for your future. You don't have time for a better future. You don't have time for the fullness of what he wants to do. Because we put it off and sometimes we forget about it, don't we? It's like, oh, yeah, man. He was dealing with me about that. And yikes, I haven't done anything with that. Well, he's merciful giddy up we have to do the right thing with what he's talking to us about you ever had had the lord had it uh the lord kind of deal with you had it on your heart to to call someone or to get in touch with certain people uh maybe just to i don't know renew a friendship or just to encourage them or just whatever you just had it on your heart i should call so-and-so oh i should talk to this person and a week later you thought you know i should really talk to that person I should really send them a text or something. I should. I should send them a message. And a week, few weeks later, you know, I really should do that. Well, those are some of the things that we we're not do, doing. We're not handling today properly because we, we have other things. We have other things we want to get to. But we don't know those other things we want to get to. They're connected to that. They're connected to a proper handling of today. Amen. Well, I need to spend more time with the Lord. When? So I'm not saying that's the word of the Lord to you. Maybe you're doing fine. I don't know. But if it is, amen. You know, the Lord moves on people to uh, to serve, to to be in ministry. Ministry helps to serve in the church. Yeah, I'm going to do that one of these days. I should do that. Yeah, I I should help out over there. I should get involved with those, those, those kiddos on Sundays or Wednesdays. I, yeah, hmm, I've been having that in my heart. I should do that. When? Look, okay, I'm not throwing stones. I've done this too. It's like, yeah, yeah, I should do that. And, and then a month later, you haven't done anything. Six months later, you haven't done anything. And it feels like we're spinning our wheels, we're totally spinning wheels. The yeah, Lord is endeavoring to move us. To the future, but we have our eyes on something else without properly handling what's going on today. This is the Lord helping us, by the way. He's totally helping us. Helping individuals to do things right, to see things in in in, in the in the right way in the right time. Amen. Let me show you one more. One more, everybody up for one more? Uh, The book of Mark, chapter 4, Mark chapter 4, while your finger's there, before we get to that one more, I want to show you the one that's before the one more, (laughs) that way that can still just be the one. Let me just show you this real quick. This will only take us a minute. Uh, John 9. This is uh, in John 9. they, They were ministering to this guy who was born blind. Jesus said in John 9, verse 4, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. When must we work the works of Him who sent us? While it's day. In other words, we, we need to do this now because there's a time coming when we won't be able to do this. If I put this off, it won't be available to me anymore. We won't be able to do it then. We must work the works of God now. All right. Okay, now Mark 4. I told you that just take a second, but it's totally worth it, wasn't it? Uh, verse 26, Mark 4:26. And he said, said to them, and he said, "The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground, and should sleep by night and rise by day and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how, for the earth yields crops by itself, First the blade, then the head, after that the, the full grain in, in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Notice there, the kingdom of God works this way. He, he, said it's a, he basically said it's a process where there is the blade, the head, and the full grain in the head. There's a process. Just like in farming things grow. There's a process in our lives. There's a process with us spiritually. I love instantaneous. I'll take instantaneous all day long, and I'll manifest God's power as much and as fast as I can. Thank God for healings and miracles, and don't anyone by any means take any of this. Most of you know this, but if you don't, don't ever put God's healing on a timeline. As if somehow God's, uh, God's healing is, is waiting on me to do something, the right thing today. His healing is a, an accomplished fact in Christ. Okay? But there are other things. Other things. You can have, in other words, you can be healed, any single one of us, right here, right now. Yeah? Because that's done in Christ. All right? But there's a plan for our life, and we, if we recognize there is a divine order, there is a process. I would love to lay hands on everyone and say, grow up! Grow up, right? Wouldn't that be awesome? People get born again, you know. Come up here and get born again on Sunday. Be mature. Whew. Be committed, huh? Faithful, and just put it into them. But those kind of things don't work that way. See, there's a process. How do I get to that full, uh, full um, grain in the head? Well, you never get to the full grain in the head unless you first have the head. You never get to the head unless you first have the blade. But we sometimes want to skip over the blade in the head. So I'm a full head in the blade kind of person. Full grain. I'm a full, I'm a full grain in the head type of guy. I, I don't know about everybody else, full grain in the head. I know that sounds strange, but I'm just reading Scripture. Wait, that's who I am. That's my calling, full grain in the head. So I'm not going to bother with this other blade and head. I'm not going to bother with that stuff. Some of the other people can do that. That's not my calling. I'm a full head in the, full <laughs> grain in the head. Full grain in the head kind of person. Yeah, you'd be telling people you're a full grain in the head person, but you're <laughs> but you're not. You just got the label, got the badge, full grain in the head. Full head in the grain. Full grain. <laughs> Full grain in the head. Amen. <laughs> because some things just don't come that way. Well, I claim it. You can't claim it. You can't. I claim tomorrow the full plan of God for my life. No, you can't. There are some things you can't. They don't work that way. How does it work? I need to do what I'm supposed to do today. I need to do that with all my might. I need perfect practice. Amen. Amen. And stop thinking 10 years is a long time. Well, I've been doing this for 10 years. Well, (laughs) hallelujah. I've been doing this church for 16 plus years. I feel like we're just getting started. Amen. I haven't even gotten to a day yet, not a thousand. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Does that that help anybody today? Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you for working in us. Thank you for your spirit upon us, within us, working, helping us to see, helping us to understand, helping us to know the fullness of your great plan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you that we move step by step from day to day being faithful, being diligent, and walking your way. Thank you for working in and working among us, all through us today. We purpose in our hearts to wait upon you in all that we do. To wait upon you, to give attention to your voice, to give attention to your spirit to draw upon You, and get the needed strength, to get the needed impartation, to get the necessary direction. We wait on You, Lord, in all we do, and Your plans and Your purposes, Your will, it all comes true. We hear Your voice, we know Your ways. And in the secret place, we give you praise. We abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You are our protection, our help, our strength, our shield. We give you all the glory. Father, even now, make clear, make known. Bring to bring people into a place of knowing, of certainty, of clarity, of insight. We call upon you because you are where direction and help and wisdom and answers and life comes from. And we trust you. We trust you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Let's just, let's just praise Him for a moment. Lord, we trust You. We praise You. We thank You. Just tell Him you trust Him. Thank You. Tell Him you're looking to Him for direction, for answers, for help. He's your source. He's your guide. Lord, we look to You. We trust You. We magnify You. We praise You. You're working in us. Working in us. Working in us. Working in us. To see, to know. To understand that we may grow, that we may comprehend, and may walk in your best. Ha <laughs> ha, all the glory, all the praise. All the glory, all the praise be unto you. We thank you, Lord. Your spirit settles on each one and ministers to them tonight. Ministers to each one tonight. Clarity of direction clarity of sight and their hearts are flooded with light. In Jesus' name all the glory, all the praise to you most faithful God. We love you, we serve you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Hallelujah, God is good. Praise God. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your best, for your perfect plan. Thank you for your best in our lives. We give you all the glory and all the praise. Thank you, Lord amen God is good amen that's good stuff huh sometimes a a spiritual song is uh, what caps it off and uh, lets it settle in amen amen well let's go ahead and before we dismiss we'll receive the offering tonight and uh, so if you're giving in the offering have that your offerings tithes and offerings ready won't say too much too much more about it other than we give by faith we worship the lord and we trust him for the harvest for the return on our giving father thank you every bill paid and every need met tonight thank you for your blessing on this offering and all that we do in jesus name amen amen praise god hallelujah i remember uh, Brother uh, Kenneth Hagan years ago uh, sharing um, that he, in his ministry, when he was here on earth, he had been uh, pastoring in some different churches for about 12 years. And then the Lord uh, told him that he never called him to, to be a pastor. And and well, actually, he told him, he said, he told him, when you left your last church, he said, you entered into the first phase of the ministry I called you to. You yeah, know, that can be quite disappointing, <laughs> doing all that work and all that ministry. And, you know, people were saved and healed and a lot of th- good things. But he said, when you left that, you started. <laughs> you entered the first phase. But then here's what, what was interesting as the Lord went on to tell him, uh, he said, uh he told him, he said, many ministers live and die, and they never enter into the first phase of the ministry I've called them to. See, they're busy. They're doing ministry, but they didn't take the time to find out exactly what he wanted them to do. And he said, and he went on to say, he said, that's the reason why a lot of them die young. They go early. They never stepped into God's plan for their lives, even though they're doing ministry. I just think it's important for all of us, no matter what our calling and position and place in life is, is let's get His plan. Amen. Let's let's value seeking and waiting on the Lord. Value taking time. Amen. Blessings on your night. Look forward to seeing you on Sunday.